previously on Critically Stupid. Well, 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 you fiends and rapscallions couldn't be bothered to listen to the first season. Ha! Well, fret not. I've got your back. Here's what you might have missed. Buckle up. It's about seven episodes worth. Arnold, Gareth, Cerulean, and Mel met Volo Gedarm at a bar who contracted them 100 gold dragons each to find his dear friend Floon. On the way to where Floon was seen last, they encountered a group of mercenaries being rounded up by the city guard. Cerulean lied some information out of an unsuspecting city watchman named Adam. Players went to the Skewer Dragon, where a sailor told them he'd seen Floon the night before arguing with a red-headed fella. A gnome shopkeep across the street told them he saw two redheads get mugged and swiped that same night as they were stumbling through an alley. He also informed them of a rising gang war between the Xanathar Guild and the Zentarim, also known as the Black Network. In a warehouse, the players surprised a bunch of mercenaries who just finished what looked to be an ambush. They killed one and wounded another who fled into the sewers. They found a redhead noble named Rainier Neverember who was stashed inside a closet and managed to narrowly escape suspicion from a city guard captain named Rain. In the sewers, the players met what appeared to be a baby beholder named Tim, who was told to guard the hallway. Past him, they encountered Sylvie, a short-haired and shorter-tempered woman in a wheelchair who was attempting to blockade a gray ooze inside a bathroom. Sylvie bargained for the players to help her, quote, reassign her boss the mushroom in exchange for letting them pass through the sewers. The mushroom happened to be a bugbear named Portobello, who was interrupted by the players in the process of beating the hell out of a redhead strapped to a chair. The party got involved, Arnold died just a little bit, and they managed to kill the mushroom. After a brief interrogation with the wounded mercenary who got away from them in the warehouse, they ran to the surface and collapsed at the nearest end. They were awoken by the city guard, snatching him up and thrown into a holding cell. They were interrogated in turn about a stone by an angry dwarf, an emotionally unavailable uh, human man, and a barrel-chested city guard captain named Trent Reznor. They were finally released by Captain Rain, who had heard that they were being illegally detained, and stepped in with her faithful lackey Adam in tow. Released on the vouching of Volo Gedarm, the somewhat embarrassed writer admitted he'd gambled the players' reward money away, but offered them a ruinous tavern instead. The players enter, only to discover it's haunted as tits, and will cost them a thousand gold dragons to fix up. Communing with the house, they learned of a potential... I'd call it a fundraising opportunity, in the sewers, stealing from the very gang that nearly killed them not days ago. Like at all? Yeah, I haven't been able to for a few hours. It's part of the thing that they thought I had an autoimmune disorder. Oh, yeah. I don't. That's just part of that thing where like I lose feelings in some of my extremities, you know, that <laughs> classic. Kitty's actually a mannequin. She has been all along. So. Very lifelike. Very lifelike. I love it. I'm actually uh, Oh, are Katie. you? Oh, that's so cool. Katie is a Pinocchio-esque puppet who just wants to be a real boy. What are you saying about my nose, dude? (laughs) (laughs) 
I like how the real boy comment didn't matter, but the no yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 that was that was that was what I was talking you're like, about. Was like, you're like, you're like, no crossing a line here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even. You guys, okay, I know I know we're, we're recording, but like just real quick on Pinocchio. When he lies, his nose grows, but also a bird nest appears. He can manifest life with lies. That's, that's, that's the cooler story. I'm that's gonna... straight, that's straight God tier. He can just be like, this pen is green. And then be like, look, I made birds happen. Is he <laughs> actually, like, like, is he making that happen though? Or is, or is there just always a bird around him that just knows? <laughs> just like, just like, like, I, like, as his nose shrinks, they lose their home and it's really tragic. So they just wait until the I next wish. time. That, and that they're would... just ready. They're just ready with like all their little twigs and shit. And they build another nest real fast. I want that to be the case. Pinocchio. Pinocchio is just like something good will happen in the next forty years, and then the nearby bird is just like, "Ooh, free real estate." <laughs> I, I mean, this yeah. does beg the question: like, is there a hurricane of birds that's just following Pinocchio around, <laughs> waiting for this motherfucker to like get into a to get into a lie off, and then they're like, "Here a we go, off. this is our time." I mean, how, I mean, how often are you yeah. in a lie off, Alex? I own the Tyrannosaurus. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I I, I am a functioning adult. All right, and enough idle chit chat. I want to heist. All right. <clears throat> One last thing about Pinocchio: it says yes. ass twice. What? Pinocchio says ass twice. Oh, well, because he's talking about a donkey. He's talking about yeah, donkey. Jim Carrey's The Grinch says bitch and eats glass. <laughs> so I mean, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he <laughs> he does not say bitch. Yeah, he does. He Don't. does not, bro. He, he, okay, he uses the adjective bitchin', which counts. I In feel what? like a whole lot of birds are just around. Yeah, but Gar- Garion's house just got swarmed by birds. Yeah. Look it up. I we're gonna fact check that. This that bit has spawned a critically I'm stupid act, fact check that's gonna I'm come out. Actively fact checking it. All right, hi everybody. Welcome. Um, hi. I'm very excited that we're here. Finally, welcome to season two of Critically Stupid. Um, we made it. <clears throat> hey, I'm Katie, and I. Wow. <laughs> take it again. It's cool. Clean take. I swear to God, if this is going to be one of those days. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> Okay, I'm good. Good, you got it. <laughs> don't no, don't. No, don't. Right, I'll catch you it. I'll catch you it. I'll catch you it. I'll do. I'll do three, two, one, and then I'll point. <laughs> no, sir. Are. No, shh. No, right, sir. Three, two, one. Testicles. Hey, I'm. <laughs> I can't sit you. Shut up. Okay. Oh. Everybody good? Yes. Hit it. Hey, I'm Katie, and I play Cerulean. Beautiful. How hard was that? Okay. Do not testicle me in. Okay. Do you want me? Do you want to count you in? No, I don't want you to testicle right. me Three, in. I already addressed. Two, no, don't you, one, you stop it, bestie. Banana hammock. As, as per requested, did not get testicled <laughs> in. No. Did not get testicled in. I did not get testicled in. I got banana hammocked. And I don't know if that's much better. But anyway. Okay. You good? No more you banana hammocks? No testicles? You got it. No. Very straight. Uh, hi, my name is Diana, and I play Mel. Uh, my name is Garion, and I pay, play shit. Damn it. <laughs> We're going to be here so late today. Holy <laughs> fuck, you guys. All right, do it again. I'm going to kill you. Uh, hi, my name is Garion, and I play Gareth. Hi, my name is Anthony, and I play Arnold. Look at that. Look at the pro, everybody. Know. Give it up. Yummy. Let's open with uh, the voice saying, uh, I can help with that. Arnold, you turn around to see a familiar floating form uh, hanging out in the darkness in front of you. It is everybody's favorite baby beholder, uh, Tim. It's, fu- uh, it's fucking Tim. And this he's is staring at you for everybody except with Mel. His, with his one eye, and he's sort of like bobbing in place, and he's like, I thought you guys went that way. And he pointed a, he pointed a tentacle down the, down the hall. Well, Thank well, you, Tim. Well, well, hey, Tim. 
How are you? How are you? Good. I'm just, I'm just, dad tells me to do, to do the rounds and walk around. Well, float. So I'm just doing the rounds and I saw you and I thought I'd say hi. Hi. How you doing? Well, hey. What are you, uh, what are you guys doing here? Uh, yeah, we're just, you know, exploring the neighborhood. We just moved in at the, uh, old, uh, what's it called? Trosco Manor. A uh, bit of a fake rapper, but we'll see what we can do. We just see what's what. Oh, oh, okay. You, uh, that's that's cool. Yeah. Homeownership is a funding cornerstone of the Water Deep Way. Yeah, that's what super. I hear your dad say that. Dad says the real estate market is rock solid. Never yeah, gonna collapse. Your dad is very wise. Uh, but yeah, nothing super exciting. Nothing super noteworthy or worth reporting. Okay. So you're just wandering around the sewers? Just looking around. There was a, you know, a staircase down here and just wanted to see where it went. Besides, aren't you wandering around the sewers? Yeah, but dad says that I have to. And I don't like it because it's really cold and wet. And I don't like being cold and wet. But you got to do what you got to do. That's what ah. Tanya says. Yeah. Cold's just a mindset. Uh, and from beside you, sort of like drifting up from this room that you guys are like sort of looking into, you hear uh, Sylvie's voice sort of berating uh, somebody down there uh, as she sort of like spins up into um, what what sounds like it's starting to become like a, like a self-propelled argument. Uh, and Tim's eye sort of like sides, side looks at this crumbled bit of masonry and then sort of like pulls back up to you and he's like, you see, you see his face sort of like scrunch in, in confusion. Oh, that's just, that's just Sylvie. She's, guys, guys, I'm going to be real honest with you because we're friends, right? Yeah, we're that, so that, friends. that man said that we were friends and he points at Arnold. This 100%, yes. Sylvie, everything is on him. Sylvie is a little, because she can be a little mean sometimes. She, she yelled at me one time because I dropped a spear and apparently it was a very valuable spear and I broke it right in half. And it is my fault because I did drop it on a rock because I wanted to see if I could throw it over the rock and I could not. <laughs> but that's an overreaction. Well, Sylvie said it was a very important spear and that all spears cost money and that money does not grow on trees. Tim, are you stupid? And I said, no, Sylvie, I am not stupid. And Sylvie said, I think you are stupid because you just broke that spear. Well, that certainly was so mean of her. And besides, money's not even money's not even super important. Like, if no. all of your money went missing today, would it <laughs> really be, be that big of a deal? Uh, at that phrase, actually, um, Gareth, Tim sort of like bobs up and down, and he's like, he seems uh, uh, excited by something. Do you want to give me an insight check, anybody, I do to want see to perhaps you, I, what we can glean? I would glean. like to give you an insight check as I lean really close to my screen because I cannot see very well. Okay, you're in rolls A, 12. Okay. <clears throat> um, it was definitely the word money that, that, that caught his attention, his excitement. Boy, if I had a dollar. <laughs> um... <clears throat> He says, uh, it's, well, it's really, it's really funny that you say that because Sylvie's been really concerned about, about money lately. And they've been talking about it a lot. And I think that's why she's yelling down there. And I'm going to be honest, guys, friends, if we could, friends, if we could pull together a little bit tighter, guys, if you could just get a little closer here. I, that's why I'm up here is because I didn't want to be part of that meeting. And she said it was an all hands meeting and I don't actually have hands. So. It's the all hands meeting, not the tentacles meeting. I can. That's see exactly that. yeah. That's oh, that's me. Yeah. Me and Tanya didn't want to go because she's yelling at people, and we didn't want to go. Well, if you don't really want to worry about money, you could just keep on making your rounds. We'll make our way to continue exploring the sewers. So, so we're trying to to get into the hideout. I think you're trying to get in there to, to see, like, to gain information or to, like, take a look around. Because right now you have a very limited view of inside of, like, wherever the, these rooms are. You're looking essentially through a crack in the wall. Um, and uh, you are looking for 
ingress. Is that the opposite of egress? Yes. Yeah. I'm so smart. Good job, buddy. <laughs> you didn't even ask. You didn't even have to ask Siri about it. I know. Wow. Uh, all right. Um, so, I mean, I guess does anyone have is anyone opposed to just going the way that Tim told us to go? All right. Well, I think uh, I think I think Tim that we would love to get back down into the club, you know, that they told us we could be a part of, but nobody gave us directions. Okay. Yeah, I can, uh, I can definitely help with that because you guys are all supposed to be here and you are part of the club. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I'll show you. Oh, Ooh, I can take you to Tanya. Tanya can help. Oh, or I mean, really, you said you had to make your rounds. If really you could just point us in the right direction, we could take it from here. No, no, no. It's okay. Come with me. And he bobs uh, and he starts bobbing. Uh, who's Tanya? Oh, you're going to love Tanya. Tanya's cool beans. That's what she always says. She's cool beans. Can I, can I do like a persuasion roll to just like have him let us continue onward without yeah, him sure. dragging us somewhere sweet? Let's do, okay, plus two. So good. Oh, no. All right, so that is a seven. Seven. I love, Arnold, that you just let people make charisma rolls without <laughs> saying anything. I was... I was actually going to, and I was like, he's, he spoke up first. I was going I, to. Well, I, because I'm an attention whore, no, and you, you should have stopped it. me. No, you got it. I was I, I, I fell into a, a listening I, thing. I was like, I like this. I like well, this. Well, okay, I, but, I, but, I <laughs> but I didn't have it. But I did not have it. I rolled a <laughs> did seven. not, in fact. Can, can I kind of, like, see, like, him, like, stumbling through his conversation and be like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you jump oh, in? Well, you know what, Tim? Like, you know, we're friends. And try to, like, like kind of, in addition to his persuasion, also try to persuade. Yeah, we have a lot of backstory. Yeah, sure, you can because... totally just jump in here. It's, yeah. like, a, it's like a verbal tag out. All right, too, yeah. Oh, no, 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 you're, you're totally. <laughs> you're right, but Okay, I got, let me see. Um, I got an 18. God, yes, yes. That's so much better. Uh, Tim stops and turns around and he's like, oh, sorry. Yeah, what's up? Oh yeah, um, we, we like I, like my friend was saying, we 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 know. I mean, we're not very good at knowing our way around here, but if you just kind of point a tentacle in the right direction, we're you know who's really good at this. And I point to to my friend behind me, just kind of like generally, I'm like they're really good at finding their way through things. You know these guys. Um, I was like, you and me don't get it. They they know. So just you know. Uh, the relatable angle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, he he nods. Um, his, his brow sort of wrinkles in consternation just for a moment, but then he nods and he goes, oh, okay, that, uh, yeah, that makes sense. You don't want me hanging around. I get it. Uh, you, uh, you go that way. Now I feel bad that he thinks we don't want him around, even though we don't want him around. God forbid he think that. Well, no, because like... I didn't even I, really Anthony, like him the first season, but I'm I'm feeling soft today, and now I feel bad. Character Redemption development. Arcs. Um, Cerulean just looks at, says, "Oh, Tim, um, thank you so much. You're just the the absolute sweetest. You know, every time we see you and talk to you, you're just the best. We'll we'll have to put in a good word for you." I go in. I go in for like a handshake. And I just keep trying different options, but like it's just a tentacle, so like I don't know what to. You want to roll for an appendage slap? See how gracefully <laughs> you get it in there. Ooh, never. I done anymore. Uh, he's he he is. Thank you, Cerulean. Um and um, Bob's down the hallway down on his moving on his rounds um everybody give me a perception check please oh dope garen got a 17. okay 30 20. Wait, 30 20. mel struggle busting 21. it's the middle line bestie <laughs> i'm looking at the middle Okay, I found it. I'm sorry. You got it. You got it. Nope. Yep. Um, I rolled an 18, and then I got a plus three. So, so 21. 21. Bestie. Um, I got a 12. Okay, Arnold. You would actually suited that you that you noticed this. Um, as he bobs away just before uh he is shrouded in darkness, Tim turns 
uh, to stare at you guys one last time and backs away so that the last thing that you see is his large eye before it becomes engulfed in the shadow. Probably fine. Uh, moving down the hallway in the direction that Tim pointed, um, there are a couple more cracks in the pavement, um, a couple more rooms that you can see that are dimly lit inside that might be storerooms or something of um, not necessarily significance. The first thing that you notice that is of significance um, is about, uh, call it 100 feet down the hallway as it sort of like twists and turns a little bit, um, is a brightly lit crumbled section of wall. Um, no longer a crack in the masonry this time, probably wide enough to fit like someone who can, who can slither through tight spaces. Um, and you are looking at a round room, uh, perfectly round with a, with a, uh, sigil painted on the floor. And nobody's going to remember this because it's, it's been some time, but as you were leaving, uh, the fight with Portobello, as you were going towards the fire escape with Polly, you remember looking through a set of doors and seeing a room with a painted floor. Does anybody remember this? No. Can I fit through the hole in the wall? Go inspect it. You can, but before you, as you're approaching the the hole, uh, Gareth, you notice um, immediately, like from several paces out, that you hear voices talking through it. Um, mm -hmm. And as you look in, you see uh, two figures uh, working on uh, working in this room, and they're and they're muttering back and forth to each other. Um, the tone I would describe as worried. Hmm. They should be. You see this sigil. Um, it is a circle with 10 spokes uh, radiating Ugh. around the outside of it. Cool. Um, can I tell what it's made of? Like the substance it's paint, like is it paint or whatever from this distance or would I have to get closer? It looks like paint. It's not immediately like gold or silver or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. You know? or blood or, or piss or whatever exactly um, can i see who's talking yes what's you up, can what's up with the questioned glances from diana kate oh you seem to uh, react I to just, something i said what was no, strange? just you mentioned that it wasn't like blood or piss and in my head i'm like how would you, how would urine even work that would <laughs> have you beyond, even... like when it's like snowy out and you like write your name but it's not snow. I mean, it would wet, it would wet the stone. Momentarily, <laughs> but then... <it> would... <laughs> calligraphy. Yep. Calligraphy. <laughs> <laughs> I will kill myself on camera right now. <laughs> the worst part is, like, that's the episode title. Guys, like, can we be I... careful about what we say? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Now it has to be calligraphy. Yeah, I can't think of another option, unfortunately. Okay, so who, who's talking? Who's yammering? So there are two figures in this room. There is a uh, a sprightly looking older halfling uh, with a bushy, uh, grizzled gray beard and a red cap sort of pulled low over his face, almost like down to like his eyebrows and ears. Um, and he is talking to a gangly... Uh, whipcord thin, thin uh human boy who looks to be about 18 um and they are bent over one of the glyphs or one of the one of the spokes on the outside of this wheel muttering to each other uh gareth give me a perception check please you specifically okay we got a 14 14 okay two other details about this room strike you number one there is a door uh, that is a double door that is closed and bolted through uh, with a with a with a you know whatever they call those door bolt situations. It closes. Yeah, the, the, the door is locked. The 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 yeah, I get it. <laughs> you get it. You get it. But there are also chairs haphazardly shoved against this door. Hmm. And then to the to the right, sort of like to the side, there is a a small alcove cut into the rock where you can hear sort of like distant distant muffled noises coming through. Cool, cool. Um, I, I, of course, relay all this information to the gang. I can't. Can they also see this, or am I the only? Yeah, one there's, there's or? enough, there's enough space that you guys can all sort of like Scooby Doo your heads together and sort of like look in at, at one time. 
and, and like we all take turns looking over, but like perfectly above yeah. it. So it's so like you get the yeah. you get the frame, you get the shot. Um all right. Thoughts on sneaking in and taking out these two bums. Would we be able to sneak in? I would be able to sneak in. Would I be able to take anyone out? No, but I would totally be able to sneak in. The angle, dude, can like could we just shoot him from? I know. I said there was growth. I wasn't going to murder people. But- <laughs> ah, that's not what you said. Uh, no, that's like, not what you said. You got like 15 minutes into it, Bestie. So, like, that's it's solid. True. It's true. And and I felt bad for Tim. So, I think that that is growth still. It's slow. My question like, could we, could we like shoot them from where we are? In theory, I could cast spells. I could oh, I just forgot I have spells. I don't remember what they are, but I could just go up behind them and poke them in the neck with my knife. But there's Arnold. two of them in one. Of them. So okay, so, so we definitely want to get in there. Um, could we? Could at least one of us reasonably get in there? If I could find a way to turn them around, like, is it reasonable that yeah. we could drop in? Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. So for sure. I cast a minor illusion to cause a, a sound coming from the door that they blockaded. So, oh, okay, like, like what do you... so, so it's like, yeah, it's like someone like hit the door like a big like boof, like against the door <laughs> to cause them to turn, hopefully to cause them to turn. I don't know if that's going to happen. I... Okay. FBI, open up. No, no, no. I got it. Okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> uh, the, old, the old halfling almost leaps out of his skin, uh, like, like fully flips around to the point where Arnold, like you did not make this much noise. Like you made like a knocking, but this dude freaks out. Um, and he looks at the at the younger human and uh, says, "It's it's it's coming back. It's coming back. We we've got to do something. This is we have to do something. Sylvie is going to be so mad." Uh, and the little the, the 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 kid looks at him and goes like, "I'm I'm trying. It's it's not working." And you can actually see at now as as they move a little bit, the kid is flipping through an, a very old book, sort of like really like scanning the pages. Um. Oh, that's a bummer. Okay. Um, And suddenly, the entire sigil on the floor glows a blinding white. All 10 circles and the the middle sphere light up. um, And there is a concussive thud that almost like shakes the sewer walls around you. And a third man suddenly appears in the center of the room, uh, holding a short sword and his eyes are wide as dinner plates. Like he's fucking terrified. Um, and he looks at these two and he goes, never do that to me again. That was horrifying. And the, the, the kid who's looking through the book, like he's looking at a page says, where did, where did you end up? It's, did you, did you get to the right place? And the guy says, no, I wound up in the harbor. Do you have any idea how cold that water is? It's 15 degrees outside. And the kid says, shit. And he starts flipping through the book again. He he lands on a page that just says, like, underlined, Cleveland. (laughs) How do we get there? Nobody wants to go to Cleveland. Nobody wants to go to Cleveland. This guy does, apparently. No. (laughs) So... So uh, okay, we, we yeah, need to go down we... there. Obviously, there's some scary stuff going on. Uh, guys, what if I put them to sleep and we jump down there and tie them up so we could talk to them? Uh, I mean, I could I could probably slither my way in that way. And can you put both of them to sleep at once? I can. Now. Well, what I three? or yeah, it's three it's of them. The guy um, came back from Cleveland. So okay, well, I'm, so so I'm gonna try to. Put, so I just like kind of instinctively do it, just because that's what my character would do. So I cast sleep. On, I'm like, yeah, and I just like kind of like panic, like cast sleep down below. Okay. Um, can, so, can I, can, do I, well, I want to see if I can react fast enough to this to like catch them before they fall and clang and I'll drop all their weapons and alert everyone. Abso- absolutely well, not. They're they are 15 feet below you in another oh, room and 15, Arnold is Arnold is doing a thing. Uh-huh. I, pi- I pictured this whole thing being much so, closer to us. Yeah. Let me see. Because... To be fair, Arnold probably just saved their lives because otherwise I was going to shoot them. Yep. Or Darius so was going a, to murder them. I was, that was on the agenda to quote so, poke them with my knife. I was going to poke Arnold? them with an ice knife. So it said roll 5d8. I got a total of 31 is what I got. And it says, okay. yeah, good. So 31, three bad guys. 31 of 10. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They all, all three of them fall asleep. Sort of like <laughs> you see them like sway a little bit. And the guy with the knife says, Oh, this feels a little bit like that cold water. Um, and he go he goes down first. Uh, the halfling looks at the kid um, and says like, is this Tally? Is this you? And then he goes down um, and the kid is like rubbing his eyeballs and looking around. Uh, and he looks up at the corner where the coal and the masonry is, Arnold, and he locks eyes with you. And then he falls asleep. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to season two of Critically Stupid. Ah! Uh, we are so excited that you're here with us. Give me just a couple of minutes of your time. I'll have you right back to the show. Uh, for legal reasons we are playing waterdeep dragon heist an official dungeons and dragons module written by chris perkins scott fitzgerald gray kim mohan and michelle carter um i say we're using this module it is a more of a loose inspiration at this point tbh to be quite h with you um if you or any of your idiot friends, much like my idiot friends, uh, are looking to get into D&D, I recommend you go to dnd.wizards.com. Check out all of the amazing stuff they've got there. They've got branded underwear. They've got snacky cakes with the D&D logo printed right on them. You would think that they would be stale by the time they get to you, but no, that's the magic of dnd.wizards.com. Um, check out all the great stuff they've got. Uh, anything you need to get a game started, they've they've got there for you. Um as always, you can tweet us at CritStupid to end up as a uh, NPC in an episode of the show. I've got a couple of uh, characters actually coming up in the next few episodes that uh, you'll get to meet that are from our community little pool of names. Uh, so if you've tweeted at us in the past, keep an, keep an eye out. And if you haven't, uh, try it. And and you might end up, end up as a character on the show, which is great. Um, for season two and three, we're not quite sure when we're going to roll it out. We're trying something new. Um, we are going to have graphics for sort of our new episodes to say like, hey, new episode coming out Friday. Um, if you see those and share them and tweet at the show or, or, or uh, link the show if it's on a different medium other than uh, Twitter, um, you will go into a pool to be a featured listener. And in the mid-roll, kind of like this one, um, I'm going to show your handle and give you a little shout out for listening to the show. Um, if you're working on something, obviously, I'll, I'll try and promote that a little bit to the, to the best of my ability. Um, so yeah, it's a great opportunity to sort of like throw yourself into a, a free lottery to, to um, have a little shout out on the, on the show. And um, the uh, the only caveat I will say just really quick is that um, if your handle is has any kind of profanity in it, I probably won't read it uh, just because, you know, this isn't necessarily a family show, but I'm not going to read, you know, something nasty, you dirty birds. Um, <laughs> so just, you know, keep that in mind. And yeah, keep an eye out for those graphics. We're really excited. We're not really, again, we're not really quite sure when we're going to roll those out, but um, we're excited to, to try something new. We're doing a big YouTube subscription push, trying to get to that magic number of 1,000 followers so that we can monetize the show and um, buy some better equipment and some better streaming services. Uh, so if you haven't yet, I would love it if you could subscribe, if you could recommend the show to somebody and recommend that they subscribe, um, and even maybe leave us a rating on Spotify. Uh, we're trying to jump up on, on the old algorithm, and ratings and reviews always, uh, always help us out. So um, please do that if you would. I will love you forever. Speaking of loving you forever, I love you now, and I hope you have a great day, and please enjoy the rest of the episode. All right, take it easy. So they're all snoozing. All right, I'm going to take initiative, and I'm going to slither in there. Um, okay. I think the first thing I'm going to do is grab the book the kid was looking at before binding all of their hands. Okay, give me a basic uh, acrobatic check, Arnold. Or not Arnold, Gareth, sorry. Okay, do you want acrobatics? Am I doing it stealthily? I do everything stealthily habitually, so can I throw that in there as well? Do a, do a stealth check. I think that, that encompasses it nicely. Okay, sweet. Um, we got a... Wow, uh, 11. Okay, so you get in there. Um, I'll say the angle of the wall was such that you weren't like super expecting it. And you, and you biff the last five feet and sort of like make a scuffle as you fall down. 
Or but, like you know, you know, you know when you look at something really bright and there are those like after images. The the sigil was really bright and I like was like ah god I was still a little dazed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but you you get down there just fine. Um, the book that the kid was looking at is a thick leather bound tome um, that looks I would say almost entirely at odds with the sort of like crumbled decrepit sewers around you. Um, it is to quote my main man, Ron Burgundy, it smells of rich mahogany and leather bound books. Like it's got like, it's gold embossed on the front um, with uh, a sigil of, um, it is. Send the one of us that can't read down to get the book. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this, the sigil on the front of the book is an oval, almost like a head shape, except where you would expect a normal jawline ends in a series of curled tentacles. Ooh, like Cthulhu. I was going to say. A little bit like a Cthulhu, yeah. Wait, didn't we see something like that in one of the you other episodes? did! Well remembered, Bestie, as sitting at one end of the quote-unquote throne room where Portobello was, was one of these uh, Cthulhu-looking creatures that got up almost as soon as you entered the room and, and just left. You just walked out. If you will remember, I think it was Cerulean who cast a spell that this creature just canceled midair. And then left. I do, rem- I do remember that. Uh, does anybody want to go down and help out Arnold? Mm-hmm. Uh, wrong yeah. again. Fuck. Uh, God. Sorry. We're very oh, alike. Yeah. Everybody, everybody kind of like going I down? Probably, I want to go down, yep. I feel like I probably would. Okay. Yeah. I'm not necessarily trying to not make noise. I'm just trying to not die. Jump in I, 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 show, I show them the book. Like, Well, I'm not sure what this is about, but it's got a picture of the big lizard monster from that old racist guy. Was he racist? H.P. Lovecraft? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. He yes, he was. I didn't know. <laughs> I was yes. like, I didn't intentionally make a racist character. That's, yeah, I? see, that's no. why I was like, what? All right, well, okay. Luckily for me, I explained the joke immediately after. So the, <laughs> the audience will get it. I was going to say, I have like a disguise kit and all kinds of stuff that I always carry on me. And I want to make sure that I like gag them with like some kind of bandana so they can't talk yet, you know? So like, all right. they, like I want to make, I want to do that as well. Okay. Uh, uh, let's say they're they're bound and gagged. Takes yeah. you a couple of minutes. In that couple of minutes, a few more details of the room um, make themselves known to you. There is a section of the wall down here that is scraped thin into the wall, almost like somebody's been very slowly like trying to chisel their way out of a prison cell, sort of like pushing mm-hmm. into the wall. But it's small. It's only like five five to eight inches wide and like four inches tall. You, you couldn't even like put your whole fist into it. Like it's pretty, it's pretty small. The archway in, I'm sorry. What was it? I don't know. It's, it's an, in, it's an indentation that somebody okay. has scratched into the wall. That's okay. it. Okay. Um, the archway that is set into one of the wall, you hear that muffled sort of like thudding a little bit louder now. And it's um, sharper, almost like uh, like metal on metal. Not quite loud. It's not like a blacksmith's anvil, but it's like somebody picking up and setting down tools. And from outside the door, you hear a sound that some of you might remember. You hear a horrible rumbling, creaking sound. Is it that freaking blob thing? Well, you don't know it's on the other side of the door. I don't remember that sound. Okay. What are we doing? What's the play? What's the plan? I'm going to start looking through the book. Okay. Uh, You are looking at a spell book. Uh, One that is, and I don't mean to be disrespectful here, Cerulean, way beyond your capabilities to fully (laughs) fathom. Um, these, these spells, whatever you're looking at, you're familiar being a, a sorceress and somebody being of like wild magic. Um, you've, you've definitely seen these. I, I, I wonder actually if Cerulean, how you feel about spell books, being a sorcerer, being somebody that's your magic comes very naturally, very much through nature. And you, you don't necessarily rely on the, the text of, of magical tomes and what have you. Would your, I mean, does Cerulean like sneer at this a little bit or do you think it has its place? No, I I think that she would be interested to learn more than anything, just take in knowledge. I thought it'd be funnier. She just like actually really agree with Gareth on that. She was like, yeah, I never really got books. Like it was just really easy. So, Um, okay. So 
even even being somebody that that approaches this with a little bit of reverence about somebody that wants to learn what you're looking at is the equivalent of like way out there math like somebody like you like understand like, yeah like this is like it's, it's almost gibberish but you can understand like the fundamentals of like hey i recognize like that sign or that symbol but like whoever wrote this book was 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 doing jazz way out there in the arcane in the arcane works um could do in terms of just like regular normal loot did any of them have anything not particularly um they you find the heel of some like crusted up bread in the, one of the kids pockets uh the old halfling has a much much dried out uh water skin that looks like he's actually rolled it to get like the last drops uh and the guy that came back uh in the in in this in the circle he's got a short sword but other than that is actually like stripped down just to like his his sort of like pants um so he literally had nothing on him he's uh, wet. I guess so they could keep so? they could keep their heel of bread water skin and only weapon i suppose surely what'd you say were they stuck here? You hear a Probably. voice on the other side of the indentation uh, that says, oh gosh, Edwin, Edwin, are you there? And you hear a knocking on the other side of that indentation that's been cut into the wall and you hear this voice really, really muffled. Edwin, did he come back? Is he, is he there? Can I, can I like try to do an impression of, of Edwin? I would love for you to turn to your other party members and see if perhaps there's somebody in your party that can Maybe imitate voices. Maybe stuff. perfectly every time. <laughs> I don't know. You do you. I mean, no, here's the thing. We could rely on Arnold's magical ability to do it perfectly. Or we could just see if What's I wrong could. These no, because, because I was absolutely <laughs> going to say the same thing like, like, like Let's... stop you and be like, every time you do this, you biff it. I've done so it every, every just, time. Literally every time. It's so happened maybe probably twice. Just let the let the bard. All right, Arnold, thing. take it away. So okay, so I respond using the you know the voice that I'm familiar with that I heard him speaking with. I'm like, I oh, we're we're in here. It, it, things didn't go as planned. What happened? They sent him to the the, 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 frick, the harbor. He went to the harbor for some reason. Now, Edwin, Edwin, darling, dear boy, dear sweet Edwin. Now I told you that if you fucked this up for the third time, I would leave you in there and I would stop trying to come get you. Now, I need you to tell me where he wound up. This is very important, Edwin. This is just like the rescuers. So. Um, 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 um. I wake up Edwin. Mm -hmm. I start shaking him to try to wake him up. And like, I have a hand over his mouth and his nose. He's gagged. He's gagged. I know, I know. Okay, okay, okay. People can still scream. So I put my hand like over his mouth and I am shaking him to wake him up. Uh, give, me a, give me a strength check because he is magically asleep, which I will say works better than NyQuil. Yeah, Jesus. also why are, why? We Would have you a, to know letter, 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 what letter I just rolled. I would roll a natural 20. Did you really? She breaks his neck in half. Yeah. I love, <laughs> I, love when people, I love when people pick up their die to show me. I like, know. I'm like, this is it. Table. All right. Uh, sorry. Um, a nat, so a nat 20. Okay. I mean, yeah, with a nat 20, Edwin, Edwin wakes up and his eyes sort of like flutter and he like, like really like loose on, loose on. On his neck, his head rolls around, um, but he does recognize a that he is is bound and gagged. You see his nose uh, nostrils flare as he tries to like suck in more air, and he sort of like wakes him up faster. Mes I message him inside of his brain. I, okay. message. I grab him by the head and I message him in his brain, and I just say, "Hey, calm down. It's okay. We're not going to hurt you. I just need some information. There's a man at the door." that said that you better not mess something up one more time. I need to know where he was supposed to go. Not the harbor, not where he actually went. Where was he supposed to go? Cerulean's like telling him to calm down. I mean, where I guess he's like, Jesus Christ, what are you doing? Why are you doing? I'm freaking out. Why are you waking him up? What are you doing? 
Um, and I'm just, he, I'm just. He goes, uh, <laughs> you can speak. It's a, it's a mental message. You can speak back. He has. Yeah, no, that's what he sounds like. That's his like, <laughs> inner monologue at all times. <laughs> he's never had a thought before. Yeah, he's actually just a <laughs> beat. He's, he's a, he is uh, the beat from man versus B. No, he's not. Um, he thinks. Dude, nah, that's a boring tangent. Okay. Um, you hear two words. Davil Star Song. Davil Star Song? Yeah. And then you, you, you see, because this person is communicating in a, in a fragment of like words and images, you see a boat, a big, like ornate boat in a harbor. Davil Star Song. Do I see the name on the boat anywhere? You do not. Yeah, on the, can, on can... the boat, actually, you see uh, the name Eyecatcher written in gold print. Um, Was he supposed I... to make it to a boat? Can anyone do like a knowledge check to see if we recognize the name David Hasselhoff or whatever you just said? Um, so I, I turn around and I say, does anybody know Devil Star Song or Rap? What, what was the Eyecatcher. ever song? Eyecatcher. Golly. Um, everybody give me a give me a history check. Do I also count this? Sure. Uh Rat. I forgot that my character is dumb and I have a nine minus one to this. <laughs> minus oh, no. one. I don't know. Okay. Okay. 14. 14. 17. 17. 16. Okay. 13. All right. Um, I will give you this, Cerulean. Every uh, spring. In the, uh, in the in the dock district, there is a carnival that floats into town, uh, like on ships. And you have the idea that the ship that you saw was so magnificent and bedazzled that perhaps it was in connection with this carnival, this floating carnival. I want to go to a floating carnival. Doesn't okay. that sound cool as shit, right? That does yeah, it does sound cool. Okay. Um, I I tell them I saw a boat named the Eye Catcher, and it looked like maybe one of those floating carnivals that comes into Water Deep. Okay. Okay. That's great. That's a great start. We could go check that out. Do you need anything else from what was the name? Edwin? Do you need anything else from Edwin? Honey, how are we supposed to get out of here? Through the arch, uh, you hear a clang of like sharper, stronger this time of like metal hitting stone. Uh, and you hear a voice come through the archway and say, oh, beans, I dropped my ranch. Halfand, Halfand, can you come pick this up? Halfand. Did, did she, she like dropped it through the arch? No, you don't see anything. You okay. just hear this voice coming from this little alcove in the stone. Uh, Cerulean, what did you ask, Edwin? I'm sorry. Wait, it's coming from the alcove in the stone? The, no, 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 not the indentation. Not what you're like talking about. There's, there's like another. a little, there's like a little archway in like to another room that you guys haven't investigated. You've just heard oh, like can we see muffled through sounds through. No, it, there's like a curve in the stone. So like you can't see into another room, but there is one. Gotcha. Um, what did you ask, Edwin? Oh, did I ask some? No, I I asked if we needed anything else from Edwin. Mm. I don't know. We took like if we, we like never if we answered need... the person, the guy that was knocking on the door. Um, oh, that is a good point. Edwin. Arnold. Okay. Yeah. So that's a whole crazy mess of people whispering, and saying a lot of things <laughs> about a boat. So. So I just kind of use Edwin's voice and I'm like, the boat. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, you hear the voice say, oh gosh. All right, Edwin, we have been through this. Where on the boat? Okay. Star Song has a very specific, his hold is in the very bottom of the boat on the aft side. Now you and I have talked about this. You assured me that you could make that goddamn Mind Flayers book work and get him 
two Devil Star songs hold. Okay, so I need you, sweetie, baby, honey, I need you to tell me that you made it work. Is that Sylvie? Yes, it is. Great job. Yeah, Thank you. Context clues. We did it. Uh, Ooh. Um, crap. Okay. So Cerulean goes, <laughs> she's like freaking out silently. She's like, it's Sylvie. It's Sylvie. It's Sylvie. Gareth immediately panics, and his next reaction is to uh, knock out Edwin again. So he just like swift kick to the temple. No. So you, no. so you panic and kick a dude can in I, his head? Can I try to block? <laughs> Maybe at a disadvantage. No, yeah, yeah I'll, I, I'll I'll uh, I'll take the disadvantage on that because like I'll be I'm easily persuaded. I'm not thinking straight. Like the hand right, jutting out. Gareth, make we'll a dexterity this. attack with disadvantage. Cerulean, oh, block it with disadvantage. Do a strength check. What's what's up with strength, the disadvantage? Strength. What does that mean? I just don't add the modifier. Roll roll twice. Take the lower of the two. Strength oh, cool. is not my strong suit, but it's... you hulked him awake though. So first yeah, well, sixteen. Second one, okay, I got a 15. All right. Oh, I got a 13. Okay. Uh, Gareth, you kick this poor kid in his cheekbone and his head slaps against the wall and he just like, his eyes roll up in the back of his head and he goes down like a sack of fucking potatoes. Even I find that completely unnecessary and I've murdered a bunch of people for no reason. <laughs> yeah, wait, why am I in the wrong here? <laughs> That's how, that's how wrong you are if even the murderers like dude <laughs> i look think at, sorry go ahead Shirley. i look at arnold and i i look at him and i go tell him tell him tell him you, or tell her you can you can you can do it you can do it just tell her you've got it under control you're gonna make the mind flayer book work just you got really close or something you just need another just just one more shot or something i don't know lie Give me by the end of the week, boss. I'll have the, I'll have it by then. Now just just say you you are you were just one level up, so he came back so you could put him down in the in, in the hold. Yeah, so using Edwin's voice, I just say, Oh, yep, yeah, uh, not only will I do it, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do the best, the best you've ever seen. I'm real good at this. In fact, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna like double it up. You'll see I'm gonna do, I'm gonna be the best there's ever been at this. Like, uh, yeah, I just start double it, it. Double, it. Says, double it up. Like, gonna, gonna, you're gonna see. So, I just don't, yeah. So clearly don't understand what's going on. Just like, he's gonna be on the boat, but like more than you expect him to be on the boat. It's gonna be like the best boat. He's <laughs> gonna be, he's not, not only is he gonna be on the boat. He, He's gonna be in the boat. <laughs> he is the boat now. Cerulean so. is just like trying to clap her hand over his mouth, going. Uh, no, you cannot. You cannot encourage him to speak and then clap your hand over his mouth. False. So I can. I continue it's to use minor illusion to just cause the sound to happen, despite the fact that I can't move my mouth. So it's just me nice. using that voice. Uh, bestie, being Yo. the person that's least, I would say, involved in this in this current chaos. Uh, you notice a form entering the room. Really quick, sorry, sidebar. What fucking name did I just use? T- Tolland? Tolland? Halfland. 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 Somebody dropped a wrench. Yeah. No, it was she, yeah. but the person asked somebody to come help her with it. Yeah, it was Hall. like, like Havel. Havel for Finn. Halfland. Halfland. Fuck. Havel. Hasselhoff. Just go with ha- it's Hasselhoff now. You know what? Yeah, what's up, everybody? I forgot his name because oh, I'm jazzing Dave-el, here. Dave-el... No, no, that's a different thing. No, oh. she said she asked someone to, or he, I assume that, to to help with the wrench, and it was something with an H. But that's as far as I. All right, Bessie. Havelin. See... Havelin. Yes, thank you, Havelin. Bessie, you see a very familiar form turn the corner out of that arch. It is a floating eye surrounded by uh, teeth and tentacles. Oh, what a fucking nightmare. Staring at you in wide eye shock. That, uh, can I, I, I just look at it. I, I, make, I make eye contact and I just slowly. Tim? <laughs> Tanya. Is it Tanya? Is it Tanya? Is it Tanya? Uh, oh, Beans, how do you know my name? Who are you? What uh, happened to Edwin? Edwin's just taking a nap. Um, we came in here and we tried why to wake him up. Why'd you, why'd you dumb bound his, his hands and his, his mouth? 
So well, Silly can like fully hear this, right? They're just talking at like normal volume. Yeah, actually, Arnold, this is for you to deal with because you hear Sylvie on the other end of that going like, Tanya? Tanya, what's going on in there? Um, she, Cerulean messages Tanya and she says, we're friends with Tim's, we're helping him with something. And they were just like this when we found it. We got to be quiet because we, Tim sent us on a mission and we have to keep absolute maximum stealth. And like her eyes, you know, I'm, I'm saying it into her brain. Head. I get, I get, yeah. I, I imagine I'm like behind Cerulean. So I'm just like, tell her that if she says something, I'll kill Edwin. <laughs> and so, so I answer Sylvie and I'm, I'm like um, in Edwin's voice. And I'm just like, yep. this, this mind flayer magic uses all kinds of different languages. I'm trying to figure out the voice so I can get the spell just right. All right. I would love two deception rolls, both from Cerulean and Arnold for the big fibaroonies we got flying around right now. Okay. Also, I love that whatever the opposite of Mel's character arc Gareth has, you guys are going like the other direction. <laughs> I got a dirty 20. I don't realize that. I got a plus okay. five on persuasion. All right. Um, uh, was it persuasion or deception? It was deception. I have plus five on both. You got charisma. You got 18. charisma everywhere. All right, eighteen still solid. Eighteen and Arnold, you got a twelve. Twelve. Okay. Um, Tanya doesn't say anything outwardly to you, Cerulean, uh, but she she does stop talking for a second. Um, Arnold, on the other side of the wall, you hear a pause that sort of like grows a little bit longer than you're comfortable with, um, and she says. Now, Edwin, my darling boy, uh, I would love, just very briefly, if you can tell me the code word. Just, no, it's not that I don't trust you. I'm just, you know, a little nervous. What with the, the little business we've got, Devil Star song, you know, always got to be careful of infiltrators. So just tell me the code word really quick um, or, you know, just, or else. Let's just say I, that. I look at Tanya and enter her eye brain look at her you gotta, you gotta find a better way to phrase that <laughs> her mind's eye <laughs> like... that's nice. decent that was, like that. It was more than decent that was awesome okay um I, <laughs> I tell her i say i promise you tim sent us we just really need to know the code word he had to go on his patrol he was scared about his dad getting mad Gareth starts like checking Edwin's like wrists and shit to see if he like wrote it on his arm. <laughs> you can't uh, read. What actually, yeah, read Gareth, he wrote you? it on his arm. What's it say? <laughs> I, I start like waving it in front of him. Like... <laughs> <laughs> um, Tanya floats closer to this indentation in the wall. Um, and she she actually like waves a tentacle at at Arnold, almost like a like a uh, a, a hush you. Um, and she says, Hey, Sylvie, it's me. Uh, everything's fine. Edwin's just goofing. Um, the code word is belligerent. And on the other side of the wall, you hear uh, very, very softly Sylvie say, And? Uh, and Tanya sighs and goes, Belligerent like Portobello, the leader we used to have who's no longer good, and you're the new one. Uh, and Sylvie says, very good excellent thank you tanya if you could keep them on track i always appreciate you i'll check back in in a couple moments uh and you hear a very 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 soft muffled squeaking as you as you imagine her chair wheels away from the other side of the wall um and tanya has questions for you fucking people hey thank you so much for that i was joking about the murder thing if if, uh, they, if she said anything about that, if she didn't ignore that, <laughs> I didn't. No, didn't I didn't. Uh, listen. Now I love Tim. Tim's a he's a great soul, but he trusts way too easy. So I'm gonna need you to explain yourselves. What are you, who whomst are you? Well, you see. Um, when we met him the first time, we had been sent down for initiation. And, um, you know, he just said that nobody, like, talked to him really. And um, 
so we just, we, we asked him if we could be friends and we've been friends for a while now, um, you know, and I think we're getting real tight, but he, he said that he was really worried about his dad being on patrol and he asked us to come check this out, but he had heard people yelling. He doesn't like when people yell. And so he wanted me to come check on him. And so I just brought my friends just to make sure. All right. Yeah. All right. Cerulean, hit me with that sweet, sweet deception roll because it's a big old lie. All, almost every piece of it. No. Let me. I didn't touch it. It's a 19. Don't. Hold all on. right. I believe you. Don't move your camera. It's some bullshit. Okay. It's a 19. You said deception. 22, my friend. 22. All right. Really good. Um, Tanya nods and bobs a little bit. Um, and she says, well, now I do understand that. Uh, we've been in a little bit of a pickle here, as you can see. Um, I'm fine, but these two Dorcas's need uh, food. Oh, there's a third one. Hey, Mikey. Oh, he done, he done passed out. Well, that's Mikey. Uh, they've been trapped here for a minute, and we've done been running out of food and water, and Sylvia didn't send any more until we can work out this here teleportation device. Um, yeah, Edwin trying to get to work, but I'm going to be real with you. He doesn't seem like the man for the job. He's kind of dumb. Yeah, <clears throat> real tragic stuff. So they are trapped in here, obviously. Are we yeah. also trapped in here? Well, we dropped 15 feet down to the ground and we did not leave a rope up there. So, Right, but Tanya, maybe uh, you apparently just like materialized in here. Oh, yeah, that's because I was in my workshop just around the corner there. There's no way in or out. It's just a workshop. Oh, so, okay. hi, roomies. Hi. Uh, and you hear the sound outside the door, this crushing, rattling sound, um, like slam. Uh, and the walls and the whole door shakes. Uh, and Tanya goes, oh, now that ooze out there, he do be getting upset. Ooze. Mm, called it. Um but don't you worry. I think Donnie and them will be back shortly. You can get help with them. They'll help you out. Here? They'll be back here. Yeah, they went with Mikey. They went. They were for the first party. Uh, Mikey is the dude with the sword who... Yeah, uh, Mikey okay. got sent into the harbor. So I feel like yeah. maybe the other two might not be coming back. That's a good point. They might not be. They might be rounded. Because how well do they swim? That's always the question, isn't it? I can't swim very well. Can't, can't now, couldn't back then. You know what I mean? Daddy always says that we are our current selves. So uh, probably wouldn't do very well, I'm going to be honest. Well, can't you, like, you seem to, to kind of be hovering above the ground. You, you can't just, like, propel yourself. through. It's none of my business. I, but it's none of my, I, so I'm you see this little hole up here, and I point 15 feet up. Exactly. Mm -hmm. can. can you get up there? Um, you, it doesn't take much, much investigating to see that she, she is not going to fit okay. the, 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 the construction of this baby beholder is like, even, even small as she is, she's like five feet wide and like, could, yeah, she's a round creature. Could I try to climb back up there? Just with you acrobatics? Could. Yeah. I'll, I'll try to boost him. I'm like nearly six foot. Oh, can uh, we do a yeah. situation where like, you do like a human, uh, human ladder, ladder. Like somebody standing yeah. on somebody else's Classic. shoulders? I'm down. Wait, can Arnold, can Arnold oh. do we want to check with Arnold to see if Arnold can like fly or some shit? Like put, I'm talking like we. Yeah, yeah, no, I got it. Like, like, like kids hoisting each other up over a fence. I got it. Um, I think before that happens, because that's a series of logistics, it's not very fun to listen to. Um, Tanya says, well, now why don't y'all try to fix this here teleportation device uh, and go after Donnie and them and then y'all can just come back and figure it out then. Oh, I can't read. Oh, yeah. All right. So, oh, that'll explain it. That'll do it. Well, I can't do it. Um, you, f you feel a subtle vibration coming from underneath your feet. What's up, Shirley? So those people are coming back. Okay. Um, well, they can swim. I <laughs> I'm so proud of them, honestly. So Cerulean... Um, looks at tanya and she said well we're new initiates so that's a little um 
not, you know, our specialty. Um, oh, wish I could do more. Um, is there another way in here or like to these, this door that goes this way? Is there another way into like wherever that goes? Which, which door are you pointing at the double doors that are locked or are you pointing to her tool? The or- door that um, Sylvie's voice came through. It's not a door. It's a, it's literally a hole in the wall. If only uh, also somebody it's currently covered. Yeah, can I somebody else's head in, and then we could talk to him about how to use the teleportation. My God, if he doesn't know how to use the teleportation device, at least had a general idea, but someone had to give him a fucking TBI. Question: Can I just try and unlock the doors? Sure. Cool. Give me a give me a sleight of hand check. Slide of hand. Hey, that's like my best one. Yeah, man. There's a couple of chairs in front of it that you're going to have to move, but you can get access to that uh, door handle really hey, easy. Hey, I, I got a 24. Okay, yeah. The door clicks open. It's a very simple mechanic. Uh, and you swing the doors wide. The door uh, swings open, and you are staring at a full floor-to-ceiling, uh, doorframe-to-door frame, gray, wiggling pile of jello. Um, that is actually uh, formed into almost a thousand little tiny fingers scratching gently Ew. at that door. Uh, so just inside, I'd say about six inches inside this thing. ooze uh, is a writhing skeleton with what remains of the scrap sinew and tendon of its face uh, holding its skull uh, together. Well, when Gareth like, unlocks the door, he swings it open. Problem solved! <laughs> <laughs> and you close. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> okay. Um, the vibrating in the floor gets stronger. Um, and Tanya says, Oh, that's Donnie and them. They're coming back now. Watch out, y'all. Uh, the glyph lights up, and um, you are all like blinded just for a second as you were like much closer to this now. Um, and after a split second, three figures are suddenly standing in the middle of this room. Um, two half elves with identical looking buzzed uh, heads, naked except for a pair of trousers and two short swords dripping with black ichor that is already staining the floor, uh, standing on either side of what appears to be a clockwork creature of steel bones and cogs uh, standing inert. And one of the elves looks at Arnold, odds or evens? Evens. Looks at Gareth. Um, Not to curb stomp anybody yet. And says, what the fuck are you doing here? 